SummerSlam is this weekend. Ralph, you're going to be at Nashville for the event. So before you fly on out, we got to make our predictions here on the Squared Circle Psycho Babble. My name is Michael Valenti. As I already mentioned, Ralph is going to Nashville. So let's start it off here with the celebrity matches that are going to be happening. And I think these are one of only three matches on the card that are not title matches. We'll start first with the former teammates turn rivals, Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. Now, I mean, Pat McAfee might be the most charismatic person in WWE right now. Does a fantastic job. He's doing a great job selling this match, although some people might be turned off as, oh, a celebrity or non-wrestlers in this match. But I'm actually excited for this match. I think Happy Corbin gets is severely underrated among the internet wrestling community. He's a good wrestler, knows how to get heat from fans. I just want to see McAfee beat the crap out of him. You know, what's he called? Bum-ass Corbin? The fans yep. eat it up. I love it. I'm going to go with a McAfee win here. Ooh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with um, Corbin here. Really? Corbin, yeah, Corbin's the pro wrestler. Corbin's the guy that's going to be there every week wrestling. Um, wouldn't put it past the same the for Austin Theory, though. Well, I'm I'm not going to put it past the old regime to say, hey, we got to get the let the celebrity get the win. Um, we saw it happen with Big Show and Floyd Mayweather and many other times before that. But I think that Corbin is uh, much like you said, one of those guys that's definitely underutilized. I think Corbin needs the win. I think he will win. Right. Well, we'll see. But the other celebrity match on the card is Logan Paul going up against The Miz. And this is what we started Monday Night Raw with this past week, where they just started brawling. The cameras just go straight to them as, you know, halfway through the brawl. The only thing that was missing was it should have been in the parking lot and someone should have got thrown on the car. And you're reenacting Shawn Michaels and Mr. Perfect from like the first few months of Monday Night Raw. So I'm like, oh, did Shawn Michaels write this segment? But nonetheless, still a good segment. Nonetheless, I think Logan Paul has done a good job selling this feud. I, I think a little of the comedy towards the Miz's balls is a little uh, amateurish or juvenile, but it, they're doing the best what they can with this feud. And we know Logan Paul at least puts in the effort in the ring and had a decent match at WrestleMania. Like to see what he does at a one-on-one setting here. And the Miz, he's a guy that is safe and knows how to put guys over. We've seen what he did with Bad Bunny. We've seen what he's done many, many times in his career. He's another one where I think he's underrated as an in-ring wrestler just because he's not doing the crazy stuff. But Mm -hmm. I think this is going to be one that people are going to be surprised about and talk about at the end. I think the Miz wins this one, though. This one's a little tough. I I think um, I'm leaning towards Miz. I think I'll probably do some type of shenanigans or cheat to win. But um, right, you know, Miz is a little higher on the totem pole than somebody like a Baron Corbin. I think um, right now. Now, don't also forget you also have Champa involved right. in here too. So what is where's the involvement there? And I think, honestly, they missed a huge opportunity with this. Now, granted, it has to make sure that he's actually signed the WWE. But if he is, they could have done a huge thing this past Monday where 
Champa and the Miz are beating down on on Logan Paul. The crowd is booing, 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 and all of a sudden, Rebel Heart kicks in, and Johnny Gargano comes out for the save on Logan Paul. You have the tie-in with Champa, and then make this a tag team match. But maybe Champa or maybe Gargano comes out and you know prevents Champa from interfering in this match. Who knows? But maybe Gargano is going to be on this show a different way, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But uh, next match here, the Mysterios against the Judgment Day in a no disqualification match. This was added uh, Monday night on Raw. I think this is going to be an entertaining match. I think, you know, obviously there's a lot to dive in here. One, will Dominic turn on Ray or will Edge come and help the Mysterios win? I, I think that's all but a foregone conclusion because, I mean, they're definitely laying it on pretty thick with the uh, vignettes and stuff, assuming it's him, and I, I do think right. it is him. It's um, definitely him. Yeah, I think Edge is definitely coming back. I think he's going to help out Ray and Dominic. I think they'll they'll definitely win. I don't have... We just saw Finn Balor get, get pinned clean on Monday, right? So, um, but, I don't but know. Usually... I, Usually the old wrestling thing is if you're down on the go home, you go over on the pay-per-view. I don't think Finn saying, Balor. People are actually telling me today on Twitter that that's only a WWE thing, even though I've seen it in almost every promotion I've watched, but apparently it's a WWE thing. Well, I'll tell you this much. I think that judgment day was supposed to be edges baby for whatever reason. Yep. It didn't work out. Uh, Finn right. Balor was put in that position by default, even though he really wasn't meant to be put in that position. Um, I think Judgment Day might be dead in the water. I don't know how much more gas they have left in the tank because I just don't. I mean, we just like I said, we just saw Finn Balor get pinned. Uh, relatively new faction leader getting pinned clean on on Raw. I I don't know. But the beatdowns afterwards, you know, they're yeah throwing Ray and Dominic all over the place, and Rhea Ripley returning. Obviously, that throws another thing into the situation here that obviously she's going to get involved in this match too and is there someone that you know equalizes her in this situation who knows but i i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with the judgment day winning with dominic turning on ray i think they've i think they pulled the trigger on the turn here uh, i'm gonna go with the mysterios in this one all right now this one was originally supposed to be on the card. It got taken off. So we're not sure if this is eventually going to be on the card in some way, shape or form, but Seth Rollins versus Matt Riddle was supposed to be on the, on the show Wednesday on the bump. They announced Riddle is unable to compete due to the attack from Seth Rollins to close out raw. He has a stinger. So not clear to compete this Saturday. Seth Rollins tweets out, you know, those that paid for a ticket. I'm sorry. I'm not on the card. And then Triple H responds, I hear you. So they find a way to get Seth on the card. If so, who is the opponent? Uh, judging his opponent is hard. I mean, it could really be anybody. I, I, am, I was very disappointed that that match wasn't happening because that was like one of the matches I was most looking forward to. But um, I, you mentioned Johnny Gargano. You yep. could say... Um, Goldberg, seen, you could say Undertaker, you could say Orton. 
I've seen some people even say the return of the fiend or Bray Wyatt. Yeah. I mean, there's history there. There's a, I, there's I, a I long laundry list of anybody it can be. I don't think it's Cody. There's no way. No, I mean that it's a torn pack. Like it's not like they're, they wrote him off for a vacation, especially when he just got there. Like it's a legit yeah. torn pack. He's not coming back yet. I mean, they're saving him for the rumble. Um, with that said, I think this would be a good moment for Gargano. I really do. You know, but obviously it means that he has to sign. If he's not signed with WWE, then that means absolutely nothing. So it'd be interesting to see what happens. Obviously, we can't predict the match because who the hell is the opponent? But I think whoever is the opponent, I would think they'd have win the match, especially because Seth Rollins doesn't win pay-per-view matches anymore. I'm pretty sure his last pay-per-view win technically was the Royal Rumble because he won by disqualification against Roman. But Let since me ask then, he's lost. There's a popular narrative that gets tossed around whenever somebody loses. Buried, buried, buried. Has Seth Rollins ever been more over or relevant in losing matches? No. I don't think so. No. And honestly, my, my way I would do it is the hell with it. Put him in that main event. Make it a triple threat last man standing match. I know the, the logistics make no sense. Like, what do you do? Do you just knock one guy out or do you knock both out as elimination? Figure it out. Seth Rollins being that triple threat match. I'd be fine Book with it, that. Hunter. Yeah. Book it, Hunter. Anyway, speaking of that main event with Roman and Brock and someone that could end up being eventually in that match, Theory. But before that match happens, he has the United States Championship against Bobby Lashley. So this past Monday, they beat up on theory. Like not only did they have the line from Roman, he's getting beat up by Drew McIntyre. He caught Bobby Lashley comes and the dude is just drenched in sweat for basically the entire first hour of Monday night raw from all the work he put in there in losing efforts. I might add. So how much does theory win this Saturday? Does he win the U S title and doesn't cash in? Does he fail here and cashes in later? Does he fail everything altogether? This is interesting. Before we get to later on in the night, what does he do at this point? Does he win the U.S. title from Lashley again? I think he. I think he loses to Lashley. I don't. I, do. I don't. Yeah, I do think he's going to lose this match. I think it's going to tie into something that's going to happen later. Okay. But, uh, I think he's going to lose. I think he. I think he actually cheats to win this match. Now, okay. I don't know what that I don't know where that leaves Lashley, but I think Theory wins and becomes the United States champion again. Because that's the story. He's going to he's going to win it all. And they're going to put all the gold on him, but time will tell at SummerSlam. Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey next for the SmackDown Women's Championship. We know that Liv Morgan cashed in money in the bank. Do they make this reign short-lived or do they actually let this one ride and give her a, a definitive win over Ronda Rousey? I don't have a good feeling about this one for anybody that's a Liv Morgan fan. Sorry. Uh, I just don't see that. I This either ends in like a disqualification or some interference or something and nobody wins, which wouldn't be surprised. 
Um, I don't see them putting Liv Morgan over Ronda Rousey clean. I just can't see it. Now, does that mean mm-hmm. it's not going to happen? No, but I just can't. I know she won. I know she's the champion. Um, she cashed in and all that stuff. But to have a match against the former UFC women's champion and her beater, I just don't know if Liv Morgan's at that level yet. Right. I don't think. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't think the fans. The perception of Liv Morgan is that she she's capable of doing something like that. Now, Sasha, Charlotte, any of the big bigger name women, I could see it, but I don't. I don't see it with Liv. I just don't. Now you bring up Charlotte. And she should be due back soon, I would think. Maybe even Saturday. Does she get involved in this match? Cost Ronda the match. Liv gets the win to say she beat Ronda Rousey. But then Ronda Rousey and Charlotte reignite their feud while Liv Morgan has a successful title reign as SmackDown Women's Champion. I mean, I think that's possible. Um, Yeah, I I think somebody's definitely going to get involved in this match one way or another. Yeah, I mean, they got to do something to protect Ronda. I think Liv needs the title reign. I think uh, Liv Morgan wins, and I think Charlotte's the one that costs Ronda the title. Now, the other women's championship match is a year in the making. I know we already had the match at WrestleMania, but they've done a pretty decent job keeping these two away since WrestleMania, and now they're getting the rematch here at SummerSlam. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. This one's going to be a good match. If it's anything like we saw at WrestleMania, which could have easily been the match of the weekend, this could easily be the match of the night. Where do you see this going? Does Becky get her title back or does Bianca retain? Um, This one's tough too. I think Bianca wins. Okay. Um, I know Becky's been doing pretty much the best work of her career, but like I just said, you don't need to win the matches for people to perceive you as being over being prominent or important. Right. Becky has that natural ability to just build herself up whenever she wants. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that this is Bianca's time. I think that she's one of the women that has reached a certain level of acceptance. Um, You know, I, I feel like she's, she's at that level now where she should be talked about with like the Bailey's and the Charlotte's and the the Becky's and the Sasha's. Um, And, and winning this match will only help solidify that. All right. Here's what's going to happen. You ready for this? Before the match, someone's going to attack Becky Lynch. Bailey. And the match is going to get canceled. Bianca Belair is in the middle of the ring thinking that she has no opponent. Then all of a sudden the music hits and the crowd erupts and Michael Cole goes, it's boss time. Sasha Banks makes her triumphant return. They have the face to face. Oh my God. This is awesome. This is awesome. And Bianca turns her back. Backstabber. Bank statement. 26 seconds. Bianca loses the title to Sasha Banks. That's what's going to happen. I'd be happy to see Sasha. I did not want to see it happen like that, though. <laughs> I'm obviously kidding because that's exactly how it did last year. But it'd be interesting to see like who attacks Becky Lynch and that becomes a storyline. Ends up being Bailey to re- have her return. Sasha Banks and Bianca have their feud reignited. I know people would crap on it, but it actually makes a lot of sense to do that 
But I feel like that's a Vince move, not a Hunter move. Yeah. Which we'll see if uh, Hunter really has the cre- head of creative influence that he does at this SummerSlam. But next up, the Usos and the Street Profits with Double J, Jeff Jarrett, as the special guest referee for the Tag Team Championship. Is it, is it time to crown a new undisputed Tag Team Champions with the Street Profits? Or do the Usos continue the bloodline reign? I have no idea why Jeff Jarrett's involved in this match. Nashville. Um, yeah, but But I, I never really remember him as a tag team wrestler either. Unless you count him and Road Dog as the uh, roadie, but even then. Maybe. But I, either way, I, I'm going to go with the Street Profits in this match. Um, yeah. They came really close last time. They're over right now. A lot of momentum. So, yeah, and this, this is going to be one of those things to see whether or not Triple H is changing anything from WWE under Vince's vision, because Vince was not a fan of tag team wrestling, because from a business standpoint, you're paying two guys to have one match. So I understand the financial aspect of it, but the street profits are s- super over. I personally would not break them up. I know people are like Montez is the future. But Dawkins does his fair share and actually shows like, hey, I can be a big player too. But the Street Profits can be a household name in their own right. You don't necessarily need to be a singles wrestler to be on top. The Road Warriors, the Rock and Roll Express definitely said otherwise. And even the Four Horsemen, although that's a faction, they told you like, you don't necessarily need to be a singles wrestler to be the draw the team or the faction could be the draw too. Street Profits could definitely be one of those where like they are the draw in the tag team division for WWE. Yeah, it's definitely possible. I do think that Montez Ford is probably a guy that's poised to have a bright future. You would hope. Um, Mm -hmm. Either way, whatever happens, I do feel like that the Street Profits need to take the belts here. Right. Now, the main event, they're promoting it as the last time we're ever going to see this match. And I'm sure a lot of people are excited for that because they feel like they've seen it thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of times, especially in the last six months, even though it's only happened twice in the last six months, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE universal championship. Last man standing last time ever. Does Roman Reigns slay the beast for him to go back into his farm in Saskatchewan, never to see him again? Or does Triple H pull a Vince move and put the title back on Brock? This is a last man standing match, correct? Correct. Why would that stipulation be in place if not for somebody to come out and cash in successfully? Why bury theory week in, week out for him not to leave or for him to do something so unexpected? Where does Ziggler fit in all this? That's a strange thing. Like they're building this up and they're not even wrestling. Well, here's, here's the thing with Ziggler and I'm, maybe I'm just overthinking this, but a lot of people feel Ziggler had the best cash in and money in the bank history. By having Theory cash in on this, they might start considering this the best cash in ever. 
marketing standpoint speaking. I'm not saying it probably will be, even if it does happen. But that's the storyline with Ziggler. Like, you took that away from me. You know, the whole it should have been me thing, like when he was with Kofi. Probably run that back again, but as a babyface this time instead of the heel. You know? Um, But the only way I see Theory actually successfully cashing in in this situation is if there's a point in the match where both Brock and Roman are down and before the ref starts counting them out, that's when Theory cashes in and counts both of them out for 10 and Theory wins by both of them not answering the count of 10. I think, honestly, at this point, he's going to try the Usos, Ziggler, Lashley, Brock himself, Roman, they're all going to unsuccess. They're all going to get their way so that he does not actually cash in that contract to close out the night. He will still hold on to that briefcase at the end of SummerSlam. And, uh, I mean, we saw this a few years ago when Strowman had the briefcase and he walked out and just stared in the ring. And I forgot exactly what they did. I think Brock got into it, uh, got pushed into him. And then Roman ended up winning. Mm. I don't think it's going to be to that point, but that's what's going to happen. Theory's going to say he's cashing in, but does not cash in. I don't see Theory actually cashing in until after Clash of the Castle because Drew McIntyre is going to be the one that dethrones Roman Reigns. And he's going to do it at, at that pay-per-view. And then at that point, you could have Theory cash in on McIntyre. Then you have Riddle beat Theory. Then you have Seth beat Riddle, carry it all the way to WrestleMania, and Cody beat Seth for the title. Sounds good. I think that Triple H is going to be put in a position where he's going to want to make a splash. Um... But I feel like with Theory cashing in on this match, that was something that Vince wanted to do. And that's why he had this match go the way it is. And if Triple H is the head of creative now and Vince is not, you know, telling him Theory's got to cash in tonight. I say, you know what? And, and listen, Theory's a guy that came through NXT and did a, had a really good run with the way. So I don't think he's going to be buried like some people might think. Triple H is like, nah, he's Vince's guy. He's not going to push him. Nah. He's going to push him, <laughs> you know, but. I just don't think it's 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 Saturday night. I think Roman wins and Theory does not cash in. Well, I'm going to go with Theory. I think Theory's going to cash in and win the title. Oh, I, I don't think that's the splash that Triple H wants to make because fans will I don't, shit fans will shit all over that. I don't They're already don't shitting see, on the fact that Theory won the money in the bank to begin with because He's not ready to be champion. Yeah, but you could say that you could say that about a million people. Orton, Edge, they were pissed when all those people won the title too. Jinder Mahal, I don't think he counts in that caliber. <laughs> he, but he counts. I would consider him the same category as like a guy who people were like, "Oh, why did this guy win?" and then proved everybody wrong. No, he was all no, right. he definitely. No, but the, the IWC was right in that that title win was made no sense. They put it on a random guy who wasn't ready to be WWE champion, and it failed. 
And I think that's what they're going to see with theory. Or at least that's what they think is they're going to see with theory. But I, I just don't see it. Not until after Drew dethrones Roman. We'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, seeing Drew win at ca- Clash at the castle. There's just something about that. That's that going to be a, like. No, I like it. I think that it's good for the fans that will be there. I don't know if enough people will be paying attention because that's not like a major pay-per-view attraction like SummerSlam for the, for, for, for most WWE fans, I would think. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes, but let us know your predictions in the comments below. Don't forget to share us over social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, SCPB podcast, subscribe. We'll see you on the next episode. Enjoy SummerSlam. Thank you for listening to the Squared Circle Psycho Bab.